You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation, Second to none, whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Folks, it's John DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go till 2, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can also listen online at DePietro.com. With me right now is uh, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, who, folks, I start off each day with an email I receive called Roadmap. And I did receive it this morning, Dan McGowan. And I want to start off actually allowing you to tell people how they can get it for free. Normally, I wait till the end. But what I find interesting is you included in that how the testing breaks out at the different cities and towns in the state. Yeah, well, thanks, John. So so very first, right off the top, uh, everybody can get this. It's completely free. We're not asking for anything else other than your email. Uh, and so if you just send us, uh, send me a blank email to rinews at globe.com, rinews at globe.com, uh, you'll get it just like John every morning uh, before 8 a.m. There's always something new in there. And then we round up the stories we're working on. And, and, and then, of course, the kind of roundup of what's happening uh, today. And you're right, John, the, the thing that I wanted to focus on today is, you know, for, for so, so long, we've been hearing, uh, you know, if you want to reopen the economy, you have to have the testing, you know, uh, in place. And then at the same time, we hear about, you know, in the Latino community, in the minority community, you know, you're seeing so many positive tests. And uh, the Department of Health just recently, I think, possibly just yesterday, started publishing the breakdown of by community, how many people are being tested. And what, you know, it is what you would expect to some degree. So Providence is going to be, you know, way up there, but Central Falls is a a big time leader. Um, And and, and then, you know, you you get all the way down to, you know, uh, Warren is in the top 10. and, 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 And this is important because it shows you that you are, you are where tests are, are actually happening. And, and remember, you know, the data is only as good as who gets tested, right? Where we're all under the assumption that uh, it's possible you and I have, have potentially had some version of this virus um, and, and certainly more people than, you know, the, the, the 11,000 or so positive tests ha- have probably had it. And so you start to now, you can kind of navigate that data to see, all right, who in, you know, where in my community uh, or, or where, you know, how many tests are being done in my community. You can literally check uh, community by community. So I think it's a good, it's a good little resource, a good way to start the day, I suppose. Dan McGowan, do you think that maybe, and I know hindsight 2020, but maybe the Department of Health, the Ramundo administration, that they were slow to recognize they needed to move the testing into Providence more, into Central Falls more, and also Representative Anastasia Williams, she is saying that even though the governor says, you know, you may go there and and there are people in uniforms and look official. When you look back in hindsight, you know, Twin River, where you need a car and not in the inner city and you have members of the National Guard there. I I don't know the answer, but if somehow 
it, it certainly seems that they were slow on the take to recognize just how adverse to testing many people in the inner city have been. I think I think that's right. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. The uh, if you kind of look at the you know, right before the coronavirus kind of takes off, we were having this big conversation in Rhode Island about uh, about the census. Right. And everybody said, oh, that, you know, the, the tough to count community, Central Falls, the Providences, the Pawtuckets of the world are are, you know, it's going to be very difficult. And that's where the you know, it, it's going to hinge on. Uh, you, you know, if Rhode Island's going to lose a congressional seat, right? You, you got to, you got to. If we're going to keep a congressional seat, you got to keep uh, a count in those communities. And I think people sometimes kind of sort of write off that, oh, it's very difficult to count there, and that's just how it always is. And I think similarly, to be honest, weird comparison, but I think there was this thought that, oh, you know, if we just tell people, if we keep encouraging people and say it's going to be fine, it's going to be fine, you know, you're not going to get, uh, uh, you know arrested if you're undocumented and you're getting tested, it will get through to people. I think what's very clear is, number one, I mean, you remember you and I talked about my story last week. Sabina Matos, the council president in Providence, made it very clear. It's not just that people are necessarily scared. It's that they're not actually, they were not watching the governor's press conference every day. No, You know, they're they're not like you and I who are consuming every piece of media. So I, I think number one, you're exactly right. I think that that we, they were slow. They were slow to the punch in the uh, in the urban communities. There were also, John, you were beating on this for weeks and weeks and weeks early on. That that the number of people that we were hearing from you and I and, and other members yeah. of the media versus what the numbers were showing. I mean, the state was was really behind in testing. Now it's ramped up, and and now Rhode Island's kind of a national leader, but. I think what you what, what we lost were in those first couple of weeks, and again, tough. You know, there, there's no real answer for how you could have done it, but uh, I, I think we we struggled to test early on, got better there. But then again, I think in, in those urban communities, I think you you really had a lot of misinformation. You had uh, it wasn't just being scared. I think that was a factor, and I think the way they thought they could to get this by was well, just you know, ask the mayor to go on talk radio, or you know that you can you know get a buy a couple of facebook ads and, and it's it's more complicated than that uh, as you know in the in the caucasian community even so you know it is and it is kind of surprising to mcgowan simply because i've heard from so many different landlords that initially early on felt that that was a mistake where uh, and it was there's a communication uh, mistake and, and and i recognize where when quote you know when we keep saying it on precedent times but so many landlords would tell me that tenants today coming in, they don't even have a television. You know, people get their information different ways. So for the Ramundo people to think, all right, everyone is sitting down and watching the press briefings every day on pick a local, you know, 10, 12 or six or on Facebook. It's, it's just not reality. So they were getting the information. The question is now is, do you think do they have a handle on the situation in Providence and Central Falls? Because. You know, there are stories where in certain communities and, and uh, streets and so forth where people are saying, like, everyone they know is sick. Yeah, I mean, Channel 12 had a phenomenal story, I think, yesterday, uh, uh, saying that at one of the testing sites, uh, a third of all people tested at one of the testing sites on a day were, were coming up positive. Uh, that's a massive, massive number. I mean, we celebrate in R- Rhode Island statewide – the governor, you know, is is well. She's not giving high fives, but she's <laughs> virtual high fives. She's celebrating the sure. the idea of, uh, you know, of of you know, when when you get below ten percent, imagine being thirty percent or thirty three percent. I'm not sure that we have a, a, a handle on it. I think you're right. In certain, if you look at certain zip codes, uh, <clears throat> you know, in Providence in that Olneyville area, uh, you know, which is uh, extremely dense, you have lots of triple deckers. Um, and Central Falls, plenty of, of that area, you know, is like this too. Um, I, I don't know that we actually have um, our fingers wrapped around it. And I think, you know, it, it's funny for all the criticism that Mayor Lorza got, uh, and some of it was certainly justified. Um, one of the things that that switched back as as the governor was saying, you know, hey, we're going to start to get real, you know, reopen the economy. I would talk to people on the mayor staff who would say. You know, there are a lot of people, particularly in, in, in tough, uh, you know, hit communities that are saying the exact opposite, that are saying you should you actually should shut this down for shut everything down. 
for a week or two so we really know how many people are getting tested and how many people can kind of pull through. Now, that's, of course, wildly unrealistic to be able to do. It would have been even more devastating probably than it already has. But it shows you that I, I think there are a lot of people who, who are uh, a little who are, who are uncomfortable, particularly with, with where they live, with the idea that, you know, there are going to be people going out there who probably do have the virus and they're probably going to be, you know, sitting next to you and I at a vendor next week. Right. You know what else, Dan McGowan? And I think, and again, folks, it's John DePietro with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. When I did ask the question and, and Governor Mundo tried to deflect it, and sometimes some of the leaders are about, and it is, it has to do with illegal immigration and they try to pass it off as a political issue. But I would just wish people would take the perspective as this is a problem regardless where you are politically. But when you have people and you're operating a sanctuary city, which Mayor Alorza does, you have a language barrier. They don't have a primary care physician. They are fearful to go to a testing facility. Um, they need cash because they're, they're not getting normal unemployment. You, you can't say that someone who is in Providence or Central Falls and in the country illegally is the same as a resident who grew up in Warwick and Cranston. And regardless of what someone's political beliefs is, uh, is it, it, you can't deny this creates certain problems when you have people that are living illegally in a country. Oh, oh, John, I mean, you, you, I think you're completely right about this. Here's the thing. You know, again, you're right. P putting aside whatever your political beliefs are doesn't matter, right? Just think about it very straightforward. In theory, now, and again, there are people who debate this, but in theory, if you're here illegally, you are probably not getting access to very many uh, benefits. You know, I know there's no. around the edges, maybe you could get like uh, for your kids, things like that. But generally speaking, you are not supposed to be getting access to benefits. Generally speaking, you are not supposed to have access to, uh, you know, a, 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 a you know, paycheck that is going to take taxes out of your paycheck. So what are you doing, right? Your chances are you're getting paid under the table. You know, you're you're doing whatever you can, and it's not like you're cashing in and, and you know, becoming rich from doing this. So if you're you're in the situation of just like everybody else out there that you are suddenly find yourself unemployed because you know they're they're the you know the dishwashing job or whatever is not there. Uh, you don't have any way to, to backfill. You, you, you're, you are not getting any wages. I know, you know, there are community, there are groups that try to give, you know, a little bit of money here and there, but you find yourself in a really deep problem there. And there, there's no question. I mean, again, the disease is not discriminatory. So you, you're going to come down, with, with, get sick, but you're also going to be doing whatever you can to try to get a few bucks in your pocket because that's, you know, our natural inclination in life, right? You need to live, you need to live. And so I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I think that, that a lot of people, and, and I appreciate you asking this question often because I think a lot of people do write it off as, as just a political thing. Um, and, and there could be an argument that you, you know, may need to have with the federal government or whatever about this, but the, the, the bigger picture right in front of us is there's no question that there are folks uh, that, that it is very different if you are, uh, you know, undocumented versus, you know, uh, uh, you know, on, documented and, and, you know, you have the ability to access health insurance and things like that. That and, and just finally, you know, for, for years, I've heard stories from Providence police that would go to an apartment in Oneyville in the off Truckstone Avenue in Silver Lake. And they have 10 or 12 people living in an apartment. And it's pretty tough to self-quarantine. And the governor's saying no more than five people when you have 10 people living in an apartment. And granted, maybe it's a family, extended family. But I think this is if they put the politics aside, when you have a language barrier, you have people that are fearful of testing. They're not fully in the system to receive benefits. This is a very difficult lesson. Uh, folks, coming up, we are going to talk about, boy, the governor got a lot of attention yesterday when she mentioned furloughs. Uh, also, boy, the city of Providence continues to be uh, a challenge. It's all ahead with Dan McGowan on the John DePietro. Remember, for your business, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 336 21 and MEG MEGA truck and trailer repair, commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508 336 2110. MEGA truck and trailer repair, 
FHWA inspections or an Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110 for Mega truck and trailer repair. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400, 294-2400, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. It's John DiPietro. All right, now listen, you're in the house and you can only watch so much TV and you're looking for something to do. Why not clean out your home? Why not use this as an opportunity to finally get rid of the junk, spring cleaning, and the people that can help you do that? Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401 401- 688-0517. Call them for a free estimate. What can they do? How about a dumpster in the driveway? Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. They don't come into your house. Just get all the junk you want to throw out. Why not do some spring cleaning with your garage? Why not use this time that you're home to finally get rid of some of that junk in the basement or get rid of some of that junk in the attic? clean out your house they do dumpster delivery and pickup call brother's disposal today 401-688-0517 remember all you do is they will come they will deliver a dumpster right to your home or business but home put it in your driveway you fill it up and then they come and take it away this is the time to clean out your home clean out your garage use this extra time call brother's disposal today 401 401- 6880517 4016880517 remember free estimate let's use the spring cleaning time get rid of that junk brothers disposal i can't think of a better time to finally clean out your home clean out your attic clean out the basement clean out the garage call brothers disposal today get rid of it 401 Find them online at brothers-disposal.com. No show. Folks, it's Sean DePietro, weekdays. We start at 11, we go till 2. With me is Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. I want to start off. Yesterday, Dan McGowan, we were both in there. What are your impressions of, and I am glad that the governor did move this now to the Veterans Auditorium. I'd like to hear your impressions now. And I think we're starting to see some of the benefits of when the media can actually have a real follow up in real time. That's right. You, that's the number one thing. It's the number one thing I've beat on, uh, uh, you know, the whole way through here in many ways. And, and again, you, you were much more aggressive about this than, than, than I was. But I think the key, uh, the key that comes out of and, and people might not even actually see this at home. But when the governor, you know, gets asked the question, it could be a very straightforward question, or it could be a totally in the weeds one. She answers it. But she has to look you or me or whoever else in the face, you know, we're, we're sitting right there and we can jump in and say, governor, that's not what I meant. Or, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're saying something else. And oftentimes, by the way, I don't, it's not that the governor is, is just seeking to like, to lie or mislead people. I think there are times where she's got a lot in her mind. She, she finds the answer in her brain that she thinks is best. And then boom, you know, there's no one to, to follow up when it's the, uh, you know, right in your question thing. What's what's really good about this dynamic is you can ask those follow-ups. You can ask the, the tough question. You can, you know, even I had a question with her just yesterday where, you know, you, you push her a, a little bit on, uh, you know, when are we going to start to see more, uh, you know, answers for, for certain, you know, things. And, and she says, well, we're going to come up with that later in the week. At least we know now we can hold her accountable Thursday, whereas she might have skipped that question uh, uh, before. And so I think I think it's good. I mean, I think it's it's better. I know I, I've heard from some readers and listeners that uh, it can be a little awkward because you can't quite see the person and you can't quite hear the question. But again, I mean, that's that's how local government is is always going to work. Uh, so it's not perfect, but it's certainly better. And there's no reason she shouldn't have been doing this all along. I agree with that. And, you know, I've been beating the drum on that. Now, it is interesting. They do. I give them credit. You know, the vets are set up. They do have the mics there. You can hear 
they can hear it. I noticed on Monday they had a shot of the reporters. Then yesterday they had the internet, <laughs> and they just kept the camera on the stage. But I thought yesterday, and it was Hummel yep. that did it, it's just different the way a question can be phrased in the follow-up. And Dan McGowan, this is one of those situations. I can't put my finger on whether it's the governor's staff trying to micromanage her or she's trying to micromanage. But, but the thing that certainly caught a lot of attention, and you write about in the Boston Globe, is when she basically said, "Is in, it is yeah. inevitable as far as furloughs for state Well, workers. here, you know, again, another example of why in the room, in the moment really matters is yep. that, that if you know the question, let's say you, you prepare. I mean, look, the governor does do preparation beforehand. I'm not sure she does a ton of it, but the, the staff is going to know, you know, the, the general theme of questions. And you, And so, you know, when you ask, hey, why haven't you furloughed? Your initial inclination as the governor, right, your talking point is, well, we don't want to contribute to the unemployment rate. Let's move on, right? But when there's someone in the room, you know, you, you suddenly are having a back and forth a little bit. Governor feels a little more comfortable, to be honest, when she's actually looking at someone who, you know, who's going to hold yes. her accountable. And, and she, yep. you know, lets out. And she, she, if, you rem- if you listen to that whole uh, uh, back and forth, you know, she says, you know, it, it seems like furloughs will probably happen. And then she doubled, she came back and doubled back and said, I can't see how it doesn't happen. Um, and so that was, that's the, the, the benefit of it. And it, that is big news. I mean, that's the first time that, that, that she's really indicated this. Now, you say, look, you've got an $800 million hole. Of course, uh, you, you would expect furloughs to be on the table. But there are a lot of people out there who are state employees who, for the first time yesterday, uh, saw the governor uh, saying this. I mean, now people are probably a little bit more nervous and, and they're probably also being a little bit more prepared for what could happen. I think that's a, is a good thing uh, for, you know, for the reporters to be in the room. That's a, a good example of, of being able to pull answers out of the governor that are important. Uh, important to viewers and, and residents. Folks, you can read the story about it that Dan McGowan wrote in the Boston Globe. And Dan, just as someone that covers her, see, I think she's at her best when she she's very authentic. You can see she's thinking it through. It's not a rehearsed talking point. I, I, I thought that that was very effective. You know what else is now, folks, also Dan McGowan wrote about on Monday, there was a protest and I was asked to be the MC. I was glad to do that. And what I like is, and I appreciate, as much as I think some people, oh, why are they doing this? Uh, the governor even uh, understands that. And the governor said, I understand people being frustrated and, and I'm glad they were in their cars and, and it's safe that way. And she's, she's far more reasonable than I think some people give her credit for. And, and the way that she is managing this and coming across I find that's when she's her most sincere. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I mean, look, I don't think anybody, uh, maybe not anybody, but but most people who were at the protest are necessarily going to be fans of the governors anytime soon. (laughs) But I I, I think that it is safe to say, you know, what what you are seeing her come through is she's not, and, and to the credit of her, you know, even when you catch her, you know, if you catch her off to the side, She's not somebody who is rolling her eyes. She's not saying, oh, these people are ridiculous, right? If you look at, you know, Rhode Island Twitter, you would think that the people, you know, that you yes. and the people who, who were, were, you know, are the, yeah. just the worst people on earth. No, look, there are, this is a, it is completely reasonable. If you listened a couple of weeks ago, I thought the New York Times podcast did a phenomenal job of breaking down the Michigan protests. And they had a, just a really yes. smart business guy who said, look, I, I don't care Republican or Democrat. I just, I'm worried about my company and I, I want to figure out what's going to happen. I want to reopen. I think a lot of people, a lot of people I talked to at the protest for the 45 minutes or so that I was there, I think feel that way as well. And I think the governor truly does understand that. Remember, I've been saying this for weeks to you, John. John uh, governor Raimondo and Donald Trump are not that far off when it comes to uh, where they stand on getting this economy back moving. There's a reason the governor, she said it yesterday. You heard it too. Uh, She, she likes being first. She liked being first to kind of close things down. And she really likes being first to open things up. Um, It's not that much of a difference. Now, everything else they're, they're, they're obviously, 
I, I think she comes across as as relatively authentic. I think she she understands that this is quite painful. And the truth is, all these people would rather be liked than not liked. They don't want to have to walk through a crowd. I know she kind of snuck a side door, but they don't want people protesting on the you know the front lawn of the state house, you know, freaking out. So I think she she I think she's handled that relatively well. She she's not poo pooing it. I think the way some other members of the media or uh, just, you know, the, the broader public are. It is. And, and she does. I think she scores points when even like yesterday saying uh, she totally understands the restaurant yep. people being frustrated compared with maybe being tone deaf, saying, I don't know what these people are talking about. Just because that some of these people that continue these narrative of like stay home and save lives when we're we're seeing obviously people in their 20s, 30s, 40s are not as effective as much. Dan McGowan, if you would also just touch on what exactly is going on in the city of Providence. I know that even I, I can't follow everything. What happened with the city council and Mayor Alorza? And I, I don't even know exactly what happened other than he does not seem to have full command of the city right now as far as being on the same page. No, and you know council. what's funny? If you were to compare for, for folks listening who maybe don't follow this as closely, if you think about the way the governor has handled the state legislature, by the way, as you and I have talked about for so long, it's not like Nick Mattiello and Gina Raimondo are exactly the best of friends. Uh, but the, no. the governor has, you know, has had command of this whole show. Uh, the speaker with very limited, um, you know, interaction and, and very, very limited criticism, quite frankly, has allowed her to, you know, do her thing. I think in Providence, it's actually the Providence mayor and the city council are always kind of at odds, but it's never as tense as usually the, the Ramundo Mattiello thing is. What has happened here, though, it, it's a fascinating uh, a fight. I think the mayor believes, and the mayor's lawyers certainly believe, that they can enact, you know, kind of what, through executive order, because you're in a state of emergency, they can do a lot of the same things the governor does, right? Um, and the city council believes um, that, that they should have oversight and approval over lots of things. And so what happened uh, last Friday night, uh, you know, while nobody was watching, is that the mayor wanted to extend emergency declaration, uh, uh, you know, for a couple extra weeks um, because it was sort of running out. And the, the majority of the council actually approved it, but you need a super majority for these things. And so, you know, you need 11 or 12 votes on the city council. And so they actually rejected it. The bottom line here, John, is it is a little bit of a circus. It shows you why the governor is the governor and the city of Providence is the city of Providence. I think uh, the, the council really wants to kind of have, have its say. They like to get on the, you know, channel 12 at five o'clock or channel 10 at five o'clock. I think the mayor, you know, is, is trying to find his sort of rhythm um, and, and so I, I think this is a lot of the truth is in the, at the end of the day, most of this stuff doesn't mean anything to anybody, but it shows you, you, you know, who's got control, the state level and who doesn't have control and Providence is in uh, quite a bit of disarray right now. Folks, it's Sean DePietro speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe coming up. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit more about some of the political effects, the nursing homes, and also uh, a uh, Dan McGowan did a great piece. Uh, now that you have new freedom, what to explore in Rhode Island. It's all ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA, MEGA Professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA professionals? They are here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local, a.k.a. sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor healthcare professionals, office professionals, you need workers, you need MEGA, M-E-G-A professionals. You're trying to run your business. I, listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 for MEGA 
professionals. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400, 294-2400, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Well, it's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now listen, you want to be prepared for what's going ahead. Now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in. Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out. Easy to get to. Located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. And it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies. They fill Blue Rhino. And they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401-621-8129. 401-621-8129. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Call Phil, 401-621-8129. Now is the time to stock up. It's drive-in. No wait. Propane filling station. They'll fill up your tank. Now is the time. You want to make sure. You don't know what's going to happen. And if, in fact, you get locked down or you have to be out, then you want to make sure you have propane. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. I, I'm i stopping by to have Phil fill up. I have two tanks. I'm going to have them both filled up. 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And again, right, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop. We're here speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, I want to also uh, just get some your reaction on some things. Do you think, uh, have we learned enough of where things broke down as far as the situation with the nursing homes and the amount of death and the amount of testing now in the nursing homes. You know, there was a, a response yesterday. I think it was by Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott during the, the, uh, the reporter Q&A. Um, and uh, she was answering a question about nursing homes. And she very quickly made, just kind of stopped and said, I just want to be clear that, you know, this is there. there there's no uh, I don't think she said there's no wrongdoing, but it was essentially to say we don't believe that we have a problem like the one in Holyoke, Massachusetts or that you've seen maybe a little bit out in Washington and in other parts of the country. The state still, at least the talking point right now, still strongly believes that this is an incredibly unfortunate situation and that the, the fact that there's this combination of, number one, obviously a population that is, is you know, uh, inherently unhealthy and, and going to be fragile um, just because they're, they're older, mixed with a lot of the folks who are doing this work are oftentimes going to be, you know, uh, many of them are from the Latino community. They're they're not making, you know, it's, it's, they aren't doctors necessarily, you know, where they're not making as much money. And so, you know, it's possible that you're seeing a lot of spread just from, okay, the, 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 the elderly are sick, you know, who gets it from, you know, who's taking care of them, where do they bring it? You're, you know, that's a definite hotspot. So, you know, right now you almost, I, I feel like I have to take the state a little bit at its word to say like they don't, they're, they're not investigating any uh, nursing homes or anything like that to say, you know, that, that there, there might be a real problem. The thing is, though, I mean, there's no question about it. Rhode Island is one of the highest percentages of the country of our deaths are coming from nursing homes. In fact, as of last week, it was the highest percentage in the country, around 73%. Uh, and so the, it, it, it's a major challenge, but I'm still trying to kind of being honest with you trying to wrap my head around what exactly is making that be the case and, and i'm not sure any of us really know the answer oh. to it. other than you know i i just know from talking to one or two nursing homeowners that said when this started they stopped taking new patients they went on lockdown some of the other places continue to take people people come in they have the the spread and it goes from there Dan McGowan, I just want to come back once again to the Governor Mundo press briefing, and I'd like to know what you think. I think the most news comes out of the questioning. I think the formula they have now where the governor comes out, 
kind of gives her presentation. Then it's Dr. Nicole Smith. Then she hands it back to the governor for the questioning. Now, I've been up to Gillette, and I've sat there, and Belichick comes up <laughs> to the podium. And Dan Shaughnessy asked the first question. And then Tom Curran. And then it's Mike Reese from ESPN. It's still very orchestrated with the governor's press person, uh, Jen Bogdan, stands there, points to you. Basically, it's, it's still very short in the questioning. And I can't wrap my head around why she's very good on her feet. The governor seems to enjoy the interaction. To me, they just still, they're trying to control it and yeah, I think it too much. I get particularly uncomfortable when it doesn't go exactly how they, you know, expect it to be. So I think, you know, it, and, you know, not to suck up to you, but, you know, John DePietro, radio host, you know, can be uh, volatile at times, right? Comes in and they're, they're I think they're on edge. They're, what's he going to ask? Is he going to embarrass us? And the, the truth is, right, the truth is, <laughs> no. like, you have the same questions that most of us have. And, and, and so... I yeah. think they get more nervous than she does. In fact, she had great playful banter with you yesterday. And, and she did. She yes. handled this on her own. You're right. They like to, um, you know, they like to orchestrate it a bit. Uh, you know, there was the first day the, the, from uh, uh, the, one of the Latino radio stations got in her face a little bit or yelled at her a little bit. And, and, and you know, yes. again, even that, she, she's very good. I mean, one thing this governor has learned to do, and I think through this crisis, is to say, look you in the camera, look you in the eyes and say, I don't know, I can do better. I'll try to, you know, let me figure this out. And then she comes back the next day and she explains a little bit more about what she's doing. She, she knows how to she handle does. us. I mean, again, I, I've said this a thousand times. She's not. You have. You know, she can do she's it, right? Skilled. She's not. She's a grown up. I do think you're you're right on the broader point. And this is you and I talked about this last week that the the idea that she needs to do this every day. You know, again, it, it'd be great if she just took our questions every day because the truth is, coming up with an yes. announcement every day is very difficult. You know, it, it, Monday is news because yeah. Monday she says the school, the the, the restaurants are going to open town tour only. Yesterday, quite frankly, the the only news was the furloughs, and that in the questions not in in any announcement so right you know i think the longer this goes on the more we're probably going to see more situations like that where the real uh story comes from the question not from you know whatever uh, a million dollar announcement she has today yeah the staff is a little bit to me to me almost like the parent as the child's yeah. trying to learn to ride the bicycle and they're going along with them like listen listen she is polished she can obviously she's very, very smooth. She's gotten so much, you know, very, very good at this. I don't understand the hesitation. Dan McGowan, talk about uh, then the freedom hit. You wrote a great piece that people really took off of. Here are some recommendations what people can do. With <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I wanted to do a funny uh, uh, kind of explanation. The thing that's very hard for listeners at home, I, I know for, for listeners, and then certainly I can say this is the case for people like us too, John, is you know, we have these announcements every day. And last week it was all about, we're going to, uh, uh, you know, reopen the economy phase one. And if you want to know exactly what you're doing, read this 17 page PDF, right? <laughs> like the real truth is average people don't have any time to do that. have no interest in it. Quite frankly, the reporters no. don't have a lot of interest right. in it. So, you know, what I wanted to do last week, I did it on Friday, was kind of write a more humorous take on sort of here are the ways you can spend your day. And I, I tried to be very tongue in cheek, but if you if you noticed and if you read it, if you get roadmap every day, you know, it was it was tongue in cheek, but informative, right? It was, you know, you can go play golf and you can do this and you can go, you know, you yeah, make sure you right. stay with, you know, within your five people. Um, and then I'll tell you John, the, the fun, fun story that I got to write separate from that. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw it, but uh, I wrote a little story on Sunday about Mr. Lemon and going to... <laughs> Yes. No, I love that. I was going to ask you about that. What I love is you captured the element and I knew exactly what you meant. And you captured it was the feeling yes. of, of feeling normal again. Before yes, that's all of exactly this right. And that and, and, and that's the thing is, you know, the, the truth is the, the, these, uh, you know, here's what reopening looks like or here's what, uh, you know, you can do and you can't do and wear a mask and do this. You know, when I got to sit outside for a few hours at, at Mr. Lemon in Providence, you know, what you really saw were this was Mother's Day, right? You saw families who, you know, hadn't been out in a long time, you know, kids who really just wanted their lemon ice. And you wouldn't have known, other than everybody wearing masks, 
you wouldn't have known that it wasn't just a regular day. And I think a lot of people are really dying to kind of get back to that, not just because, you know, it's the, the, the obviously the, the economic hit that we're all taking. I mean, that, that is a, a, you know, devastating and terrible. But I, I think people just want to get back to the feeling of, boy, I can go out. It's a sunny day. You know, I can be somewhat normal. And so we tried to capture that in that story. And it really it really did take off. So that was cool. You know what it reminded me of Dan McGowan, and then well, I'm going to let you go, but uh, there was this guy that I interviewed many years ago that had been in prison, and then he was locked up before the trial. And in talking to him, he said, one of the best things, I said, boy, the trial must have been hell. He said, actually, that was the best part, because I got to leave, I got to put on a suit, I got to feel yeah. normal for like eight hours a day, and then and I could actually, no, I don't know, it yeah. just popped in my mind. Folks, each 100%. day, you, you know what I'm saying. I mean, that's what we're searching for. It's that feeling of and I find myself searching for, and you captured it so well, of just there are moments where you kind of forget this is going feel, on and you just kind I, I of feel, this way feel normal again. the press conferences, John. You, you, know, you put on a shirt and you yes. take a shower and comb your hair, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw Hummel yesterday. I said, God, but let's, this is going to be like Plummy Dome again. We get to see each other every day in the media, uh, seeing Lynn Singleton, Alan Chili did a good job of the vets. Dave McGowan, how can people start their day? Yeah, the way you, I like we mentioned off the top, if you, uh, if, if you just send me a blank email, rinews at globe.com. So many of you have done this over the last couple of months uh, from my appearances on your show, John. Uh, so rinews at globe.com. Yeah. You'll start getting it first thing tomorrow. Uh, it, it gives you everything you need to know about the day in five minutes. So we're not asking too much of your time. And, uh, and, and, you know, it, it comes out every weekday. So uh, rinews at globe.com. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, great job. Stay All right, safe. See you we'll later talk on. again. And I'll see you at the vets. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, Third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 294-2400. A Rhode Island family business since 1986. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel certified soft wash let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look right now spring is the time you can text jared free same day text estimate 401-617-2585 they have a great facebook page bethel certified soft wash let's get rid of that algae mildew that's outside in your home the side of your home on your pavement on your patio maybe it's on the basketball court Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great Facebook page. Jared, the before and after pictures are just incredible. What your home could look like or your garage, your property, with Bethel Certified Softwash Power Wash. Now, Jared, he came to our house. Folks, it looks brand new. Get rid of, you know, it just happens. You build up some of that algae and mildew, and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash, especially now we're spending more time outside. You want your house and property to look the best it can. Jared did a fantastic job. My neighbors are saying, my goodness, Juan, look how beautiful your house looks. It looks so clean. My kid said, Daddy, it's like the house got a bath. I said, it did get a bath from Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401 617 2585 find them on facebook it's bethel 
certified soft wash. It's going to make your property, your home, your deck, your walkway, any outdoor surface, he can get rid of it as far as the algae, mildew, gets rid of it with a very safe solution. It's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. Non-stop coverage. Pandemic. Worldwide. The coronavirus. Hits Rhode Island. Massachusetts. Connecticut. Go to the website, depetro.com. D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You can listen live at the website. If you ever miss any coverage at the website at the top, click on radio show. You can listen. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's John DePietro Show. And as always, you can email me, john at dipetro.com. Much more ahead. Pandemic coverage on the John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro, and there's nothing more important than cleaning your home, your business, a school, any type of building. You need Soul Source Restoration, a Rhode Island based company, and it's Soul, S O L E, like the sole of your shoe, Soul Source Restoration. Call them today at 401 712 2700 401 712 2700 coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service rhode island massachusetts and connecticut you know sole source restoration folks they are one of the few companies in the entire country have the type of equipment experience that you need as far as residential is there anything more important than making sure your home is absolutely clean from viruses for your family for your friends for yourself sole source restoration same for your business. They have the expertise, the type of equipment that you need to get through this crisis. We spoke with Mike Seepy of Soul Source Restoration, and I asked him about just that very thing, the microthermal fogging and electrostatic spraying equipment that makes Soul Source Restoration different than every other company. We're a full-service restoration company, as you know, John. We've been in it about 15 years now, and with this coronavirus that has changed our world for the time being, we found a unique way to provide a true 99.9% disinfectant service. Mike, Sole Source Restoration, and again, folks, it's S-O-L-E, Sole Source Restoration. What is, what would you say, what is the goal? What is the goal of the company? Our main goal is to utilize our services to keep essential and non-essential businesses safe, protecting both employees and customers. And with sole source restoration, what is the difference equipment that you use that probably is different than any other company, certainly in Rhode Island right now, but the way I understand it, I've heard you're one of only six companies in the entire country that have the type of equipment that you have. We utilize CDC-approved hospital-grade disinfectant enhanced with sporicide and viricide that we atomize by means of microthermal foggers. These microthermal foggers break down the disinfectant to 3 to 5 micron, which is basically a fancy word for micromillimeter. This allows the disinfectant to saturate air particles and cover all surface material, giving you a true 99.9% kill of all pathogens. You know, Mike, right now someone is listening saying, John DiPietro, this does sound fine. Mike Seepy. Soul service restoration, it sounds fine, but I already have a janitorial or cleaning company, and, and they tell me that, that they think they can get rid of the coronavirus. These old methods leave a lot of room for human error, utilizing older equipment that doesn't break down the disinfectant in a way that's going to kill the coronavirus. Mike, with soul source restoration, now you have the country is in pandemic, everyone is freaked, we are seeing death about the coronavirus. What right now is the biggest challenge for a company like yours that has the capability for a coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service? Our biggest challenge, John, is educating the public that what we're doing is very different from janitorial and normal restoration companies whose conventional methods of cleaning mainly comprise of mops, buckets, spray bottles, and kettle pot foggers. Don't take any chances. Call Soul Source Restoration today. 
coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Call them at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. They have the equipment that you need. They will fully clean your home, your property, your office, your school, whether it's any type of business. You heard CDC approved environmentally and pet friendly they have the protective equipment they have the type of equipment that you need don't take any chances a rhode island based company and they're in a league of their own with the type of resources they have to fully disinfect your property from the coronavirus sole source restoration call them today home or business 401 712 2700 401 712 2700 it's sole source restoration coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for rhode island massachusetts and connecticut again look for them online soulsourcerestoration.com this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by lawn doctor call today your best lawn ever guaranteed 401-392-1025 401 401- 392-1025 or online they have a great website lawndoctor.com what do they do well outdoor pest control annual program lawn care service they make great lawns happen lawn doctor at island your lawn care company love your lawn best lawn guaranteed call them today 401-392-1025 free uh consultation and estimate 401 401- 3921025 lawn doctor and now is the time because you can get the early spring the crabgrass control time release fertilizer professional blend of high calcium line lawn doctor go online check them out it's lawndoctor.com or call them today 401-392-1025 lawn doctor Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com remember for your business mega truck and trailer repair call them today 508-336-21 meg mega truck and trailer repair commercial trailers diesel equipment remember free estimates call them today 508-336-2110 mega truck and trailer repair FHWA Inspections or Rhode Island State Inspection Station, Trailer Pickup and Delivery, 24-Hour Mobile Service, ABS Repairs, Brakes, Doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110 for Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. <laughs> 